Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Star Strength and Conditioning. We believe that by creating positive habits in sleep, mindset, nutrition, relationships, movement, mobility, and training, you have the ability to become better than yesterday. Welcome back to another Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and me, Paul Dick. This week, we have part two of two with Sydney Michalitian. Last week, we did the first part, just kind of getting a, an idea of who she is, just her getting into to CrossFit and kind of the time and the effort that she's put in. And this week, we're going into a little bit more in-depth about her training, moving out to the States to train at CrossFit New England, and a bit of nutrition, her training mentality and regime, and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully you guys listened to last week, and if you didn't, go listen to it, come back, listen to this one, and hopefully you like it, and hopefully it's going to make you a little bit better than yesterday. Enjoy the show. So training, training for you looks different this year. Like you, you're out training in CrossFit New England. Um, what does, like, how did that come about? So after the games, kind of uh, Justin and I were trying to structure and think about the next season. The biggest takeaway that we had was like, I just don't have anyone to train with. Um, I don't have any training partners. It really was just me. And that's really hard for like so many reasons. Like I have no one to compare with all season long. And then it's also like doing really brutal things by yourself. I mean, you can do it, but it's so much better when you're suffering with someone. So there was lots of different things. Um, and then I also needed to learn from people. Like it's so cool to like be able to be with people that do what you do and then also learn from them at the same time. So there were just lots of things that were like, we felt that I needed that. I just couldn't get in Winnipeg. So um, Justin and I both, we were like, we've always been a really, really big fan of um, comp train and Ben and just kind of the philosophy that he has and the way that he runs his comp train crew. So I sent an email to comp train, I guess just, I was like, hey, I, um, basically just saying who I was type of thing. Um, I would like follow some, like we would supplement some comp train programming into our stuff every once in a while. And um, that was definitely the place that I wanted to go. Like that was my first option. And I had a couple options that I was going to reach out to after, um, but I just reached out to comp train first because that's where I wanted to go if that was a possibility. And just like, yeah, emailed comp train and then Ben Bergeron like DM'd me on Instagram and he was like, Hey, I got your email type of thing. Like started chatting on there. And then I, um, scheduled a time to go out. So I think I went out November to meet, to meet him, to meet the coaches, to meet the team and kind of like get a vibe of like who I was, who they are, like see if it would be a good fit. Um, so I visited, uh, CrossFit New England in November of what year is it? It's 2022 now. So November of 2021. So just like a little while ago, uh, came out here for a week. I originally was only supposed to be here for three days. Um, and then I stayed, I extended my trip to a week. So I basically did a week training with Chandler, Chandler Smith. Um, cause it was like off season training. So everyone was kind of on a different 
schedule, but I basically hopped in with training with Chandler for the week that I was here. And me and him like vibed right away. It was super cool. Me and Ben clicked right away. Me and Jarrett, um, just the whole, the whole crew was like really something that I felt really, um, like it just felt easy. Like it felt like an easy connection and easy transition. And then after the week was here, Ben was like, is, would you move here? Like, would you, would you want to train here full time? And I was like, at that point, I was just like, I have no idea how this is going to work, like what I'm going to do. But I basically was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I was, basically I was just like, yes. And then I'll figure out everything after. So that's kind of what happened. Um, yeah. It's like jump, and jumping I, and learning to fly on the way down. Exactly. Yeah. I kind of yeah. just like hopped on the opportunity once they asked and then figured out everything after that. Um, yeah. So November, um, I basically had three months at home to get everything sorted in my life to be able to, to come out here. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's, it's been paying off, I, I would believe. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been unbelievable here. Like um, I started, so I guess the biggest change was the programming. So I, I, I had a complete programming change, switch, change in coaching, change in everything after my trip out here. So, um, Justin was my coach. Justin was doing all my programming. Like it was just the two of us doing our thing up until I came here. And both of us knew that if I, if I was coming out here, like I'm not someone that can really do or would like to do remote coaching. I'm very much like, I need my coach in person. Like I need to have that person to talk to every single day. I need someone to watch me. Like I really like a hands-on coach, like someone who's with me for a lot of stuff. Um, we both knew that if I was going to move here, like I would obviously be coached by Jared and Ben and would be following the comp train program. So that was the biggest, hardest switch for sure. Like going from what I had before, something I just like loved and was very comfortable with to like change everything. And after a successful season too, it was like, that was definitely the hardest thing. Um, but the similarities are so similar. Like I was so nervous about it. And then after I'm just like, Oh, like the same thing, <laughs> like it's going to be okay. Type of type of deal. Um, but yeah, so I switched to comp train programming as soon as I got home. So I did it remote, um, for the three months, just so I could get adjusted to like the way they do things, the way their programming flows, um, the way they coach. So I did that for three months while I was at home. And then when I got here, it's not like I had to like move here and then do their programming. I had already been on it for, for those amount of times. Um, and then it was a really easy switch to come here. Cause then I was just like doing my same programming that they had given me, but now here. Okay. So, yeah. so, so now with the, so with the comp train programming that you were following, was that designed specifically for you or was that like general, like elite programming for elite level CrossFit athletes? Um, it's, it's specifically programmed for me. Okay. All right. And yeah. that's what you were doing leading up to it as well. And then now like it, the in-person is, is very specific to you as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, so you said like when you were training here, you didn't have like training partners and stuff like that. You'd, you'd probably have to have like 10 different training partners to like, you know, jump in with you throughout the day sort of thing oh my gosh. here, but yeah, uh, so, so like now, I did have training partners, but okay. like that. Yeah, but I, yeah, people that are like at at that level sort of thing, right? That that you train with day in day out. 
um, a lot of the stuff, do you do it on your own or do you guys do it together a lot? Or how does that, how does that look for you now? Yeah. So I do, I, I rarely work out by myself. It would, um, so me and, so I train, basically I do, I'm going to go like 99% of my training with, uh, Amanda, Amanda Barnhart. So her and I, we, except if like someone is like not feeling great or something on their body is like bothering one of us, like we'll change it up a little bit, but her and I and um, Chandler, the three of us basically have the same outline um, every single day. So we start training at the same time together. So all of our warmups look different um, based off of what we need. Um, our lifting looks different based off of what we need, um, but we warm up we lift together and then we usually do the exact same Metcon like first thing um, or last thing for like the morning session. And it's usually the same thing. Um, and then our afternoon session, it kind of changes depending on the time of year. Um, we definitely try and do a lot of stuff together so we can push each other and all that type of stuff, but it's also tailored to what we need to. And then, so once we've done a couple like Metcons together throughout the day or intervals, we kind of break away and like do our own focus things that we need, but we always try and like start it together. So no one's just like suffering alone, if that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> so like yeah. Chandler has like a 30 minute row and I have like a 20 minute bike piece and Amanda has like 30 minutes of running, like we'll all do it together. Okay. Yeah. And so it's very much structured like a, like a team environment, even though like some days we all kind of do different stuff. Okay. And one thing I was wondering is like, do you guys, do you feel like you're always competing when you're training together as well? Like, does, does it feel like that? You know what? So that, that's kind of like a thing that, that we're all very aware of. Cause we know that's, that's not something that we can have every single day. Um, so no, I, I definitely don't feel like I'm competing every single day, especially when we're, we're focusing on different things. Um, there's a time and place for it, especially now that that we're getting closer to uh, like semis and stuff like that. Um, there's designated workouts where we were like, we're, we're competing this workout. Um, but then there's, I'd say the majority of the other times it's we're, we're focused on just doing our own thing or someone changes something just ever so slightly. So, so you can't compete it. Um, okay. And that's, that's the key because you, you can't beat yourself into the ground competing every single day and and that's one of the things that we have to what sure are you serious <laughs> I said what are you serious you can't beat yourself into the ground every day yeah like not in that sense so yeah. so it, it's definitely hard because if we're all doing the same thing it's you you want to you want to compete but at the end of the day we we know what's going to help us and what's not so something that we're that we're always very cautious of, but we do not compete every single day. Okay. And, and I love hearing that because I know people, especially younger people who are kind of like getting into the sport and they, they like the competition aspect and all that. They feel like they have to go a hundred, 110% every single workout they do. And it's like, you don't like, you know, pick, pick one or two a week that you really want to yeah. crush it, but like, don't destroy yourself every day. Cause like, you know, whether you're doing a lot of volume or if you're just training one hour a day, like the, the recovery yeah. from that is, is important. 
Yeah. And that's something that I didn't know before coming here. Honestly, like I genuinely thought that you had to bury yourself in every single workout. And that's the beauty of, of, um, getting to train with and learning from really, really successful, like multi-year CrossFit games athletes. Like, like I would, I would think I, I have to bury myself in every single workout like that. Like that's how you get better, but it's, it's not, it's being smart and it's picking and choosing what you focus on in each piece to get the most out of it. So what workout it might be. Yeah. Like do everything you can to get the fastest time that's yeah. competing yeah. workout. All the other pieces is you're going to focus on this technique on this thing, or you're going to not break up this and you're going to try and do this way. Like, so there's so many different things that you can focus on in each piece. That's going to make it successful without being like, what is the fastest way to get through this the fastest time? Cause that is not, that's not how you get successful. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sure. And so what's it like training with Amanda Barnhart and, and, Chandler Smith, like that's, th those are like some of the biggest names in the sport. That's, that's pretty yeah, amazing that you're like training alongside them. That's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. It's been unbelievable. Like the two of them have just been the most welcoming people. Like I could not have picked, I could not have dreamt of better, better training partners. Like, honestly, it's from the, from the moment I walked in here, it's honestly like, I, I felt like I just like belonged. Like they made me feel so welcome and just yeah, everything that we do is, they just make it so fun. I feel like we have a nice little, a nice little vibe where not everyone is going to feel a hundred percent or close or even close to a hundred percent every single day. So it's kind of nice because we can all kind of like, if someone's dragging one day, two of us can like lift the other one up and be like, you got this, you know? And then when it's your turn to be like, oh gosh, I don't know if I can do it. The other two just kind of grab you and we motivate each other in different ways. Um, and we're all there for the same reason. We're all there for the same purpose and goal. So it's nice to share that too. It's just a, like a really, really solid training environment. And we all lean on each other to help um, and push each other. We all have different strengths too. That's the, that's the coolest part. Like yeah. every single workout we do, it seems like someone is like the best at that. <laughs> so we're always, always like, we're always getting a really, really good judge of like, what a really top end score could be on a workout because yeah. all of us yeah. kind of have different, different strengths that we can bring to the table. So it's really nice in that sense too. That's, that's really cool. And this way, yeah. When you go and do an event, whether it is online or at the games or whatever, you kind of have an idea of where you can kind of push the pace and where, you know, you're going to do well at. Yeah. And we they're, have, very, they're so knowledgeable on yeah. everything like they they both have so much experience too and they're both incredible athletes that anytime that they're telling me something or explaining I'm just like trying to soak up all of the information I'm like <laughs> be a sponge yeah every single thing that I can yeah. yeah oh that's cool that's it's awesome that you know it sounds like you guys have a great chemistry too and that you know you didn't walk in there and it's like they got chips on their shoulder sort of thing because they've no. done it before and all that kind of stuff so that's that's cool yeah. to be able to walk into that Oh yeah, I feel so lucky. They're they're truly two incredible human beings and athletes. It's, yeah, it's been a dream. Cool. So, what with your training sessions now? Um, you say you're doing still about six hours a day, maybe a little bit more or so. Um, yeah. Are you are you coached? Like, is there a coach watching you the whole time? You're you're doing you know all your workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Except Saturdays. Saturdays is just the athletes, which is nice because we can just kind of throw down and do our thing on Saturday. But Monday through Friday, um, I'm coached by Jared Smith and Ben Bergeron. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. And how's how's that different than I guess what you were what you were doing here? Are you do you feel like you have a lot more touch points now with with them? Because was Justin with you all the time here when you were training as well, or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's it's the same type of I'm I'm very used to being uh, coached like all day type of thing. I like that. I like having immediate feedback um, in the middle of a wad as soon as I'm done. So that aspect is the same. I like being able to text or talk to someone about my day every single day. Uh, I'm very, I like the hands-on aspect of that a lot. Um, if it's up to me, like if I have to make decisions, I will kill myself 100%. I will do way more than I'm supposed to do. Um, I don't know when to back off at all. So I need that, like a, that person there to, to help me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's the same. Um, yeah. So that was, that's super cool. Cause that's what I was used to. So having that environment be very similar was exactly what I needed and wanted. So that's really cool. Awesome. So what, what does your recovery look like as well now? So you're, you're training six plus hours a day. What does your recovery and, and nutrition look like? Or let's start with recovery. What does, what yeah. does that look like? Uh, so my schedule is different. So uh, I used to train Monday through Friday and then I would take two days off Saturday, Sunday. Now I train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I take an active recovery day on Thursday. And then I train Friday, Saturday. And then I take Sunday as a full rest day. So Thursdays for me, I usually do 40 to 45 minutes of any, uh, like a zone one cardio. So I usually do uh, like a biker and a jog or a biker and a walk, something super chill. I spend a lot of time on the rower, spend a lot of time like running. So I try and just walk or do like an easy spin on a bike for like 40, 45 minutes. Um, I get zone, body work done. Zone one, that's like less than 120 beats a minute for you, right? Like that's really, that's really easy, easy work. Yeah. yeah. Like really, really easy. So yeah, I, I'm prob I'm trying to keep my heart rate between like 110 to 120. Cool. Yeah. So even, even if it's just like 125, I try and never see, if I see 130, I'm going way too hard. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm going, I'm basically just going at, like, I could be having an easy conversation the whole time I'm doing it. It's more so just for my muscles to, to move. I'm not trying to get any cardiovascular gains out of it whatsoever. Um, I'm just trying to get some blood flow to my muscles. I, my joints get really, really sore like on Thursday after everything. So it just feels better to like move around. So I do that. I usually get some bot, some form of body work done. So whether that's um, I go see a Cairo or I get TB12. So that's like a mix of physio and deep massage and I guess Cairo too. Um, and then I try and just foam roll, stretch and sauna. And then drinking salt, eating a lot of food, and then basically just getting the getting the mind right for the next day just a lot of good things for the body and how much how much sleep do you get at night uh i try to go eight to ten lately i've been closer to ten um nice. i've 
I've, um, I used to be bad. I, I used to fall asleep last year around 10, 1030 at night. I'm now asleep by nine. So that's really helped um, yeah. me get an extra hour and a half, even though, cause I wake up at seven. Um, so if I go nine to seven, that's like a solid 10 hours. So usually around there. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, that, that always helps. I think sleep is probably like the most beneficial, like performance enhancing tool that you can use. So, oh yeah, 100%. And there was like a week period where I wasn't sleeping good at all. And it was just like messing me up. It really yeah. does uh, help like, so much. Like mentally and physically, you mean, or just yeah. Like all around? Well, yeah. 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 I just couldn't sleep and it was horrible, like for a week. And I was just like, trying to take melatonin and do all these things. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I, I'm getting like four hours some nights and I'm just like, and it really messes you up mentally and physically. Like it's crazy what getting your solid eight to 10 does for you. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. And so what does nutrition look like for you? Do you, do you weigh and measure everything or are you just trying to like take as much in as you can? Like, do you, do you have that body awareness to be like, Oh, I'm hungry. I need to eat sort of thing or weigh and measure. What, what do you do? Uh, I weigh and measure absolutely everything. Do you? Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess my biggest change is I'm eating more food than I ever have, especially at this um, time of the season. I'm doing so much aerobic work um, and long stuff. I'd say the bulk of my training right now is like wads or intervals or pieces that range from like 20 to like 45 minutes. And then sometimes it's like over an hour long um, oh, wow. of oh, wow. intervals or yeah, like on machines or intervals in a workout, like repeating rounds of workouts just for like a really long time. Um, so I'm eating, I'm eating like 3,800 to 4,000 calories a day right now, which is an insane amount. In, to me, it sounds crazy, um, but it's about like 300 more yeah, 300 more calories than I ate last year. Um, only and it, 300, yes. that's it? Only 300. I feel like that's a decent amount. Yeah. Like yeah. last last year at, I was eating like maybe 35, 34 to 3,600. This year I'm 38 to 4,000. And my recovery has changed tremendously. Like I feel so much better. Like I feel like I'm not, last year it's like I was barely able to get through a week without feeling like I was digging myself deeper into a hole. And then I would literally have to take Saturday and Sunday to just lay there and consume so much food to be able to be okay to start again on Monday. So I think by upping my cows by 300 every single day, I'm not, I'm not digging myself into a hole. I'm able to like come back the next day and actually feel okay. And then be able to enjoy my day off yeah. <laughs> instead of yeah. dying. Yeah. Um, so that's like, that's been the biggest game changer for me is um, like my hydration, um, making sure I'm drinking salt. I've added uh, salt into my recovery. I guess it's, or like daily routine every single day now, um, just to get ahead of that, I guess. Like, I don't want to sweat and lose all this salt and hydration and then have to like feel like I'm catching up. So I'm trying to stay ahead of that. Um, so I drink like thousand milligrams of salt, like, um, as I'm drinking my coffee in the morning, like that's the first thing I do before I leave the house, make sure I have that already in the bank. So then as I'm training, 
and I'm sweating, it's still in my system. And then I'll drink it again before my afternoon session. Um, just cause I feel like people in the fitness industry too, like we're not eating super salty foods. Um, so it's very important that I've learned this year. Like that's the biggest thing that I feel like I've learned from Ben and Jared and the coaches here is how important salt is. So that's, that's definitely helped my, my recovery so much along with upping my cows. Awesome. So uh, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with like 4,000 calories a day, that's extremely like, if you're eating high quality food, that's a lot of food. You, you know, you could go yeah. to McDonald's and get like a meal that's like 1600 to 2000 cal like a, a milkshake there is like 1600 calories. So yeah. You know, if you're having, if you're having sweet potatoes and chicken or salmon and, and quinoa and stuff like that, like that's, that's a lot of that stuff to, to get up to those, those calories. And then since it's not highly processed, there's typically not a whole lot of salt in there either. So probably having yeah. to add and add in there and stuff. So, and so do you make all your food and stuff like that? Or do you have somebody that helps out with that? Uh, I make all of it. You do it all. Okay. Yeah. So I try meal prep on Thursdays and Thursdays and Sundays and then I basically just eat the same thing that for that whole I guess four day span um I make all of it um and I try and have all my meals be really really good quality meals and then for snacks and stuff is when I do eat more processed foods because you just can't get that involved like you just can't yeah. um hit it like if I'm just eating broccoli and chicken like I'm gonna be <laughs> yeah. so bloated and like no one's trying to work out after they just ate broccoli like that's yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah. not like I, I really try and eat um like I try and eat um high calorie foods in as uh what am I trying to say like low volume as possible in the middle of my day so typically my dinner I eat at the end of the training day like usually like seven o'clock um and that's what I'll eat a lot of vegetables I'll have um like potatoes rice chicken uh broccoli or like a big salad my breakfast and my lunch is just like how many calories can I get in in the smallest amount of volume so I don't feel like I just ate but that's my lunch mostly like because we really only break for maybe two to three hours in the afternoon and I want to be able to eat twice maybe three times in that span so like Eggo waffles are like so easy because you can have like four of them and have like 500 calories throw a little bit of peanut butter some chocolate chips on there you're set like it's really all you need to eat <laughs> throw a protein shake in there and then you're and then you're good when I was when I was doing Ironman events whether it was training or like during the events themselves I would take like a wrap and I'd just smother it with peanut butter and Nutella and wrap a banana in it, just roll it in there. So it's like when I'd get okay. to like the halfway point on the bike, or if I'd been on the bike for like three hours, I just pull it out of my pocket and just like, it was in Saran wrap, but like, and then you just down that and that's just a, a wonderful calorie bomb. It's so good. So good. Yeah. You got to yeah. be creative when, when you're training. Yeah. That's, and then I also feel like some people too, um, like eating for performance and eating for health are, are very different. So yeah. at this point in my life, I'm not eating for health. I'm eating for performance. So that, that looks a little bit different. I mean, the two do go hand in hand. You can't have performance without health and vice versa. Um, but I definitely um, do eat more processed foods than I feel like one would assume, I guess. You really just yeah. have to, in wow. my opinion, to be able to eat that much. And I do drink carbs as well when I train in my afternoon session. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you're, you're trying to fuel the machine to be able to like get the job done. And like you said, like last year, if you were taking in like even that 300 fewer calories a day, you felt like that was such a huge difference. So it's, it's interesting to really pay attention to that and try to get that, you know, dialed in. So mm -hmm. that's very yeah, cool. That's been the biggest, the biggest help for sure. Okay. Awesome. Um, I guess there, there's one question. I know I'm going to have to do a little bit of editing with this, but um, there's a couple questions that I kind of ended up um, missing out on um, with the computer issues there. But jumping back to kind of the 2021 games when it when it finished mm -hmm. up. So you finished you finished 23rd overall. Is it 23rd? Uh, 25th. 25th. Okay. So at the end of at the end of the games like were you you know were you happy with that were you what, what did it feel like to be able to finish because because you're not even guaranteed finishing like something could happen you could get injured you could like something could happen how did you feel you know making it to the end of your first CrossFit games first of many yes <laughs> I I had I was honestly like I there were so many emotions because Obviously my CrossFit Games was cut short, so I made the first cut, but I didn't make the top 20. So initially I was very upset, uh, obviously. I got cut in the middle of an event. I'm a very competitive person. I was there to make the top 20 and compete all weekend long. So to get cut, I was, um, and it was also right after an event. So like your adrenaline and all this type of stuff is going. So immediately I was just, I was very upset. I was like crap like it's over you didn't make it your 25th whatever and then after I was just like whoa no you Joe honey Joe many girls like dropped out or didn't make it or didn't even make the first cut like I felt very happy and like proud I, I was proud to make it through my first CrossFit Games and I was like this is I was very happy with that being my my rookie year and yes I was very upset that I wasn't made that I didn't make um the top 20 and I couldn't finish out competing because I know there like there were events that came up that I would have loved to do and I thought of that I would have done very well at so to not have that opportunity I would I was bummed but at the end of the day like I was just so thankful that I stayed healthy that I was able to compete that I made it through all like all the stages and got to where I was that I was just like holy shit, that was the funnest thing I've ever done. I want to do yeah. it again. So I was immediately <laughs> awesome. just like, whoa, I was just kind of taking it all in. And I was just so happy. Like, I really just couldn't like stop smiling. I was just like, whoa, like you, like you did this, like you did this this year. Like, I just wanted to do it all again. Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. all, like almost immediately, I was just like, I am so ready to start training because I just want this again type of thing. So there were so many emotions and but I was just very, very happy with, with how the season went and how I was able to, to get through it. And the events that I did get to do, like, I, I guess the top, I guess the top uh, 30 got that extra event, the running and the toaster bar one. So I, I was like very happy that I got the opportunity to compete in that one too. So yep. yeah, I was happy, but I was very, very hungry for more. I, I, I kind of got a, a glimpse of what the games was like. And then and then to get cut and watch the rest, I was like, I want that. I was like, I don't want to be in this position again. I, I, I saw what it takes to be in the top 20. I saw what it takes to be in the top five. 
I saw what it takes to be on the podium and I kind of was just like, that's what I want. So it was, it was a very, very cool experience. I, I left very excited and hungry for so much more. That's probably the best way to put it. That's awesome. That's, that's such an amazing accomplishment too, to make it, to make it that far, to get to the games, to like, to, to be, you know, to be where you were um, and among the athletes that you were among. That was, that was incredible. When yes. you were, no problem. <laughs> when you were, when you were done, did you have, did you take a bit of an off season? Did you like, I, I, cause I know like, and I know this isn't anything comparable to the games, but usually, you know, if there's a local comp or whatever, and people go and compete, it's like, they're done Sunday night and it's like Monday, they're back in the gym. They're like, I want to, you know, I want to work on this stuff. It's like, no, go get the hell out of here. Like, I don't want to see you till next week. You just competed for three yeah. days. Like, so what yeah. did you have an off season or what did that look like? Yeah. I took the month of August off. Yeah. Um, and was that, so, was that tough uh, or easy to do? It was, it was really, really easy. Honestly, it was the easiest thing. Um, <laughs> Because you, I've, from, I guess when I started CrossFit, you, you don't really get an off season until, until you make the games, because then in my opinion, and, and with the athletes that I've talked to as well, they're, it's almost like you're stuck in this cycle in, until you're on the CrossFit game schedule. That's how I feel. Because if you don't, if you don't make the games, you're, it's almost like you have too big of an off season. So you don't know what to do with it, but because, so if you make the games, it's like, you have to train all through July and it's insane like you are like you are pushing yourself so hard and then the games is such such a big stressor on the mind and the body in good bad all of the ways like when you're done you're just kind of like holy shit and you just need yeah. to like lay down for like a really long time <laughs> so like it was it was definitely an easy off season for me it was it was very much needed it was very much I enjoyed it so much. I, I went to the lake with my family. Um, and I think I didn't really go back into the gym until maybe the last week of August. Um, and it was just all things I wanted. I think I did bodybuilding. I think I bodybuilded for like three weeks. Like I didn't really do much. I would probably do a Metcon a day just because I wanted to not get super chunky with all the food I was eating. <laughs> But I was, it was mostly just for fun. And then we didn't, we didn't start um, training again until like off season training until September. So I didn't have a plan. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to go to the gym if I didn't want to. August was mine. It was whatever I wanted to do. And then September 1st rolled around and then it was like, you're back on a schedule. Back to work. So I think when you give yourself that window, it's like, it starts here and it ends here. You just yeah. use every, every opportunity you can to enjoy it. Cause it does go by fast, but you, oh, for sure. what I learned is you need it. You, you can't, uh, you can't be ready to start that intense training again in September if you don't take the time off. Right. And so when you started back in September, did you feel like you had lost a lot by taking time off or did you feel like you yeah. were in a better position? You, you're like, where did my fitness go? Oh yeah. yeah. It is freaky. It is terrifying. But so, but then how quickly did that come? Because so a body at rest likes to stay at rest, right? So then you, you, how long did it take for you to kind of get back to feeling like, okay, like this is, this is where I should be? Uh, December, maybe. Are you serious? That long? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Like, some, well, some... 
Yeah. Well, it that's hard because so to feel like competent, like to feel like I could compete in the or or what do you mean? Like feel like so myself. Just, just or? feeling better, feeling yourself. Like oh. maybe not, maybe not like CrossFit Games level again, but I mean like feeling oh, like okay. Hey, okay, I'm back into it. Like I'm I'm feeling good about training now, not like it's you know destroying me. Oh, like probably probably end of October. Yeah. Okay. So probably so a like a solid months. two months. Okay. I'm going to say two months. Um, okay. Because one month of just like you're actually dying. Um, and then <laughs> another month of like you're you're dying less, but then you're like refining those little things. And then like two months of solid work, even though it's like off-season work, you're not putting in a lot of, you're not doing a lot of crazy stuff. Like I would say I was feeling like myself again um, after taking that time off by, yeah, end of October. But it's crazy like because the last memory you have of yourself from compete or of working out is at the CrossFit Games and then you start back up again and you're just like I I lost it all you're just like that is gone. <laughs> like, how was I there yeah, yeah you're just like this you're like I'm like I can't do 15 toes to bar I'm like what happened <laughs> it comes back so quick though it really does yeah you don't sure. lose it yeah um so when when you're feeling a little like run down whether it's tired sick do you do you modify or do you still like grind your way through whatever is programmed are your coaches pretty um sensitive to that as well yeah so I used to just like pretend it wasn't there and I would grind through it um that is not what I do anymore um there's a time and place for it when you're when you're competing obviously you have yeah. to do everything you can to compete um so I was sick over quarterfinals and I had to do whatever I could do because I was competing that is not the approach that we take at all um if I'm sick they depending on how sick I am whether it's like my body is sick if I'm run down if I'm not mentally feeling good um, the day is modified to whatever degree I need. And it's always on what I want to do. Um, so like, if I'm feeling like, like I need an extra day off, I take it whether or not I'm sick or not. So last, so last weekend, I actually took Saturday, Sunday off. I trained Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I took my active recovery day on Thursday. I trained on Friday. I was feeling super beat up, super tired, mentally and physically, like not great. And then I was just like, Hey, I want Saturdays off as well. I took two days and everyone here is like so supportive of extra rest active extra recovery like that is like really really big here if that makes any sense so no that's so awesome uh, to do. <laughs> yeah so a lot of us like um and we're we're all around each other all the time so if there's like a sickness floating around like there's a good chance that you're going to get it too if someone else has it um so if someone's not feeling well it's very very common like it is not uncommon for someone in the training group to either not do a piece like to cut their day short to not come into the gym altogether to not do a second session to take two days off like it is not uncommon it's it's honestly like encouraged because nice. it's nice. there's no sense like you're you're just digging a hole if you're if you're training sick like there's no um I guess there's no quality, like you're not getting better. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's about no. like quality work, not not quantity. Quantity doesn't really get you anywhere now that I've um, 
like been around people that have like done this a lot. It's like who can put in the most quality work. Oh, love um, hearing that. That's so cool. Yeah, awesome. it's something that I I am uh, definitely learning. I'm not good at at all yet, <laughs> but it's something that I am working on. I uh, if I'm Practice. sick, I will do everything in my power to be in the gym. And it really takes someone else telling me to go home to actually listen. Um, <laughs> but we're working on it. So cool. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll kind of wrap this up, I guess, a little bit. Um, how, like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling now versus, say, leading up to the games last year? Um, like physically, mentally, like, where are you now? I feel, I feel really good. Um, it's, it's hard to describe how you feel. I think, um, I think I'm, I'm really excited for this year. I'm, I'm really happy with, um, the season that I've had, the work that I've put in, um, the things that I've learned, the things that I'm working on. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy with the place I'm at going into my semifinal and all that type of thing. Um, it's nice having a year, um, in the bank, like to almost measure it with, because last year I didn't really have any type of measure as to where I felt like I needed to be. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really cool having that in the back of my head um, to know where I'm at this year, but I'm, I'm really, really excited to compete in four weeks. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'll be ready in four weeks. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it and then we'll see what happens, but all in all, I'm, I'm, I'm very ready. That makes sense. No, yeah. it makes sense. That's awesome. You, you've pretty much been <laughs> smiling for like an hour and a half nonstop. So it seems oh, like good. you're in a really good place. So Thanks. that's very cool to see. Um, I guess, is there anything that, uh, that you would recommend, you know, say somebody wanting to, whether it is get into CrossFit, be a little bit more competitive in the sport or even just, you know, getting, getting into a gym and getting moving? I would just say go for it type of thing. Um, if you want to be more competitive, you kind of just have to, like, you kind of just have to like go all in, like dive into it. Like it's going to be freaky. It's going to be scary. You're going to feel like you're failing so much, but you're only getting better. Like if you always think it's easy, you're probably not pushing yourself hard enough. Like I couldn't even tell you how many times where I feel like I'm going backwards. Like every single day, it's like, you do, you do something and you're like, wow, I, I really feel like I could have done better or this felt better last week, all this type of stuff. But it's really just about like consistent effort. Like you're all, you're going to go up, even if you feel like you're going back, um, like some days, but if every single day you're working towards it, you're going to, you're going to get better. And I just think like, if you feel like everything is going right, you're probably, you're probably not pushing hard enough. You're probably not <laughs> challenging, challenging yourself. yourself. Yeah. So like, it's okay to feel like that. And if you feel like that for like multiple days in a row, weeks in a row, months in a row, just know like you just keep staying consistent, like on the other end of things, it's, it's going to look up. Like I would say like the majority of my training, I'm like, what the hell was that? Like, actually, <laughs> so like you just kind of got to like try and just keep going and keep grinding and know that like, it's the consistent effort and like the consistent like dedication that's going to get you far not like feeling really really good and like you did good work every single day like because some days are just not like that um no, no. but not every day is gonna be a great day no you can make every day a great day but is your is your gonna work out is your workouts gonna feel like 
super, super good every single day. No, like I, I like yesterday, I had like a 45 minute rowing interval piece. And I was like, I have never felt like that on the rowing before. I was like, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Like, <laughs> like it was so hard. And then you have to put it in perspective. It's like, it's a Saturday afternoon. I just, it, my rest day is like that close away. Like you're not going to have your best rowing times. Like I'm tired and it's so easy to feel like you could have rode so much faster, like a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, a couple months ago, but then just be like, I'm getting better. Even though it doesn't feel like it right away, just keep going type of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and at least it wasn't a marathon row. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's you may have to do at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 At least it wasn't that. Anything's better than yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, anything, any shout outs you want to, you want to give or any, any recommendations oh for people or anything? Shout outs. Shout out to everyone back in Winnipeg. If you're listening, I miss you guys. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure your team misses you too so um where 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 can people find you follow you Ooh, Sid Mikulishan on Instagram I'm trying to post lots there trying to keep uh everyone updated so cool that's awesome Sid Mikulishan uh yeah that's about it I don't really do anything else but I try and give lots of like updates on like what I'm doing where I'm going um I guess I'm going to the mid-atlantic crossfit challenge that's my semi-final i'll be there in like a month um yeah yeah, me and cole sager are at that one he's the other comp train athlete but he doesn't live here um so him and i are are going to be at the mac together so i'll try and keep everyone updated on my instagram about that but that's awesome you got to get a little media team following you around all day now i know i know (laughs) So the guy that I, so um, Patrick, um, the guy that I live with, he's a photographer. So he takes almost all of my photos for me. I told him uh, one day I'll hire him as my personal photographer and he'll just like vlog for me so I can have a really cool YouTube channel and he'll just follow me around and I'll hire him full time. <laughs> Is Patrick the one that that's does it. the podcast with Ben? No, that's no. not that Patrick. I think his name's Patrick, Patrick though. Okay. Yeah. Another right. Patrick another patch all right yeah cool well thank you so much for for taking the time on on your rest day you could have been sleeping right now to, oh, no, to sit down and, and talk with me um I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that that get a lot of valuable information from this podcast and i guess people kind of wanting to see you know what your what your life is like now and and you know what it's like to to be at the level you're at so thank you so much for taking the time oh, thank you for having me yeah no, I, it's been I, nice to catch up and yeah oh for sure so we'll definitely be cheering you on from uh from winnipeg here and um you know hopefully we'll get to uh i'm sure we'll get to watch you at the games again this year and uh yeah wishing you all the best and uh keep keep strong thank you so much it was so nice to talk to you nice to talk to you too sid take care thank you so much thanks bye okay. bye Thank you for making the time to listen to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. If you liked our show, please head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. If you have any questions or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear us cover or people you think should be on this show, please let us know so we can make it happen. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that this podcast makes you better than yesterday.